This is the Negro League Podcast with Preach Jacobs. This is Preach Jacobs once again with the Negro League Podcast. We are sponsored by Mo Better Soul Clothing. Go to MoBetterSoul.BitCartel. Enter the code NEGRO to save 10% on your next motherfucking order, motherfuckers. We got a special guest. And um, he eating, what you eating? Welcher's now Fruit Snacks. Welcher's Fruit Snacks, 100% <laughs> vitamin C. Uh, I know you loud, but you got to get a little bit closer to the microphone. I man. got a little bit. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> I'm eating Welcher's Fruit Snacks. Man, hold on. We're going to figure this I'm something out. That up. Oh, this shit fall on the floor. I got it. I got it. I got it, America. Just, just, just hold it. Just hold it. You know, you're the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> you're the rapper no more, boy. You know how that long ago, boy. Uh, I'm right here. I'm good. Nah, you know. Get, get, it, get it right here. Get it right I'm here. Get right right there. Get it right here. Yeah, you I'm be, right there. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, you, you're good. Oh, my go. level's up. Yeah, you good. You good. You pick my own snacks up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the homie LB. Oh my gosh, he's driving the microphone. Yeah. He's like, I'm a professional. I am. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> this is uh, this is my homie. Nah. Uh, that for the for the past, I don't know how long we've been trying to figure out years, how man. to how to how to do a fucking uh, sports podcast. We had a, co- a couple of cool episodes, but it costs to do a fucking podcast. You yeah, know what I'm does. saying? Well, and we gonna get the money though. All right, yeah. let's do the money. Tell them how we gonna get the money. Uh, y'all gonna donate to the cash app for? Nah. <laughs> what, what we got? How we gonna do the money? Hashtag just saying, baby. He is the founder and host of the Just Saying podcast, sports podcast, my homie LB. How you doing, bro? Actually, it's not a podcast. It's a YouTube channel. <sighs> Hashtag Just Saying. Hashtag Just Saying. get it right, man. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right. So. YouTube channel, Hashtag Just Saying, YouTube. Okay. That's right. We're going to put that all in the details and everything when you guys are listening to this podcast episode it is 9.45 at night, and I only bring that up because the nigga been working all day long, but I had to catch up with you so we could talk about a few things. Number one, you are, when when they be talking about these motherfucking websites for people to do uh, uh, fantasy sports, you're the, you're the person that I know that really is about that shit. Yeah, yeah. about FanDuel and DraftKings. Absolutely. And like, you're really about that shit. Yeah. Um, so let's let's hit baseball up first, because that's the one that people forget about, but that's the one that you really know your shit about. I forgot. This is the Negro League. The Negro League. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Negro League podcast. Shout out to Satchel Page. Are they so, baseball fans that follow this show? Um, I got two fans that follow this show. It's my, <laughs> it's like, it's my mama and Jesus. Jesus be, <laughs> Jesus be judging me when he was like, all right, when you die, well, you got yeah, you be at them gates. I'm going to bring all this stuff up about them porn stars you don't know talk about. <laughs> Nah, but what I will say, you know, the thing about it with uh, DFS, and that's Daily Fantasy Sports, mm-hmm. for people don't know what DFS is, mm-hmm. it can be a very lucrative opportunity, but at the same time, just don't view it as the lottery. Okay. You know, when they put those top prizes out there, a million-dollar top prize like they do with the NFL, right? Yeah. They tell you a million-dollar top prize, and it might be a $9 entry, like it is on FanDuel, or it could be a $20 entry like it is on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't know the difference between the two, um, FanDuel and DraftKings is like Pepsi and Coke. Okay. You know, Pepsi a little sweeter. Some people like Pepsi. 
and Coke seems to be a little stronger. Sometimes, you know, some people like Coke. Yeah. So it's a bit of a small, different scoring system with the two um, draft sites, mm-hmm. with the two fantasy sites. Do you have one that you like better? I like FanDuel better. Why? I like their scoring system, and then just it's, it's, it's a little different. Okay. Um, DraftKings tends to be a little bit, little bit more arcadish, if that sounds right. I don't, if that's the best way that I can explain it, because they're a little bit more freer mm-hmm. with their salary cap and how they operate with their different games. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer FanDuel, but that's my question. All right, so before we get into football, tell me. If somebody's listening to this and they're trying to get into, like, we're in the, the baseball playoffs right now, mm-hmm. give one piece of game that you can give to somebody that if they're trying to set up uh, a lineup, one tip that you can kind of give to people that you see right now. Well, um, unless it was uh, yesterday when it was a four-game slate, mm. don't play. Why not? Because, I mean, like, even like, okay, tonight was the single game. Mm-hmm. And the single game setup is different from the multi game. Okay. Where it's it's very difficult. Baseball is more difficult than all of the fantasies. Yeah, which is hilarious because baseball was the first one that created like all the analytics and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like was it the rotisserie league? You know yep. what I mean? So it all started out with 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 baseball, but more and more people are kind of gravitating towards, you know, NFL and basketball. But baseball, if you figure that shit out. You're doing something pretty, pretty good. You no, know what I'm saying? You know what? You are absolutely right, preach. Because baseball started it all with fantasy. Mm. I mean, it wasn't no, it wasn't no fantasy football before it was fantasy baseball. It was always fantasy baseball out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it started. When you go to the analytics and all that stuff. I mean, people, what people have failed to realize, and this goes back to my point about with FanDuel and DraftKings, mm-hmm. with them having top prizes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it's like hitting the lottery. Mm-hmm. Because you know as well, I, you know me, I play DFS. I play daily fantasy sports. Mm-hmm. And I've won money. I've done pretty well, and I'm working on And I've better. seen that shit, and he still ain't let a nigga borrow a dollar. <laughs> 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 nah, but, you know, the thing about it is that they see the top prizes, and they think that, oh, I got a chance. Mm-hmm. And even more so with football. Now, your common sports fan mm-hmm. would not know about daily fantasy sports if it wasn't for football, right? Mm-hmm. People don't play seasonal baseball unless they're baseball fans. You're right. You don't know any common fan that knows half shit about football or half shit about baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. As they do about football. As they do about football. But you don't know any half common knowing people about baseball playing de- uh, uh, seasonal. Oh, yeah. If you fuck with baseball, you fuck with baseball. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, the people that play seasonal baseball, they are baseball fans. Mm-hmm. They fuck with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or they've got into it through Daily Fantasy now, and they're trying to fuck with it. But either way, they're baseball fans, and that's what Daily Fantasy does for baseball. Mm-hmm. i tell you the honest truth. I grew up loving all sports. I'm a sports guy. You know that. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Hashtag just saying YouTube. <laughs> message. <laughs> message. Message. <laughs> but no, I mean... You know, I never thought of fantasy sports equated with baseball. I never did. Mm -hmm. But I grew up loving all sports. But, you know, I started fantasy sports playing DFS with football. That's what got me in Mm -hmm. four or five years ago, right? Yeah. And 
I won a few hundred dollars here and there, a couple hundred, you know. I thought I was doing something. And then football season ended, but I was addicted in yeah. a sense where I was caught on. Yeah. And then basketball was going on. Yeah. And I won, the first time I won thousands of dollars was with basketball. This nigga bragging, man. This nigga bragging. Oh, it's facts. Man, I won $2. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I play, yo, straight up. I put the dollar the dollar thing in. <laughs> a one, two, I doubled my money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not bragging, but I, I achieved the goal. But what I'm saying is, it's not like I just bought a lottery ticket. I saw some shit. Honest to God. I saw some shit on Real Sports where there, there's these guys that do fantasy shit full time. Yeah. Job, job. Right. You think you can see yourself doing some shit like that? Um, do you have a desire to do some shit like that? That might not be no, nothing that you want to do. That would be lovely, but let me explain that to you. That would be lovely, but hashtag just saying, YouTube channel. <laughs> I want to do that for a living. I want to be able to quit my job and just talk sports to, you, to the... I'm the sports analyst for the people, preach. Yeah, you are. That's what I am. This nigga know his shit. Like, yeah, he was one day, like, he was talking about something. Like, yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing a fan duel. And, like, on FanDuel, when you're looking at, like, you know, the amount of money people are winning, this dude, man, it's like, winning this, winning this, winning this. And this nigga got commas. And I'm fucking you all up because everybody going to ask you for money when they hear this shit. But, <laughs> but, but, but I think, but I think it's really dope because, like, the, the great thing about fantasy is also the worst thing about fantasy. And I think the great thing about fantasy is that everybody think they can, you know, everybody feels like they can be involved, and they are. But everybody thinks that they're good at it. And I don't think they realize how difficult this shit is. Well, you that know? brings that brings me to some point what I was talking about. So, when I first started playing fantasy, it was with football, like I said, right? Mm-hmm. And I won a couple hundred dollars, da, 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 but it, you know, it wasn't nothing to write home about, nothing to change, you know, not necessarily change your life, but you know what I mean? Like, nothing like, damn, I made some money. Yeah. So, I remember when I did win my first couple hundred, I thought I did something. Mm-hmm. Basketball started, I started learning how to play that. And it became with research. Just because you think you know basketball, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you play basketball fantasy, uh-huh. fantasy sport like yeah. you know NBA and um, DFS, FanDuel, the draft games, and it gets worse with other sports. Yeah. But and even with football, people think just because they know football, they look at a salary cap, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I want all these big names, and then salary cap hit, then they got these get these cheap. Oh yeah, because by the time you get to the bottom, you got like these five thousand dollar players that right. ain't gonna probably but even, yeah, but. It, it's a simple. Sometimes it's knowing who to spend up for mm-hmm. and knowing who to pay down for, mm-hmm. and it's about balance at times. But people don't do the research. You got motherfuckers. You talking about analytics? Yeah. Oh God. And d- daily, fa- daily fantasy sports mm-hmm. and fantasy sports has taken sports to another level. Absolutely. Where people they, they talk about analytics. They talk about Golden State and Houston. Yeah. Or the NBA hiring people. That's about, all about analytics. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, you hear the term analytics. Yeah. But it's about stats and analyzing. That's what it's moving to. Yeah, you're right. That's we, what gambling has moved to. And which and, and the funny thing is that that shit started with baseball too, because analytics oh, analytics is basically Moneyball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? And, and, and so they figured out a way to apply that, which which basically for the people that's listening, like the best way I can kind of explain it is like Moneyball was basically using statistics to find value in players that might be overlooked. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so like. You know the Moneyball movie with a uh, Brad Pitt was a really dope movie, but it was basically like you know when you when you find value in a player as opposed to you know 
how talented they are, you're approaching like doing, you know, putting a team together a different way, which is funny because that was always a complaint about the NFL and the NBA is that these are salary cap sports. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, oh, well, if they didn't have a salary cap, whoever spends the most money is going to win the championship. Yeah, right. And so, so baseball doesn't have a salary cap. And the people that pay the most money, they haven't won. You know what I'm saying? Because shit, the Dodgers haven't won the World Series in the past few years, and they spend probably. I think they spend more than everybody, right? They've been in the World Series the last two years. Yeah, but they didn't win it. Who 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 beat them? The Astros beat them, and they were a money ball team, basically. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they weren't it what they weren't high spinners, and I think uh, no, they drafted and kept all the, their team is they don't have to pay anybody. That's why they got 18 now. That's why they could afford to get Verlander and Gary exactly, Cole and exactly. all that. You know what I mean? So, all right, so speaking about paying players, right? <laughs> I know my baseball. I yeah. know baseball. Well, I know you know your baseball. <laughs> well, here's a, here's a, here's a football question. Mm-hmm. If you was Dallas, what would you do with Dak right now? Who right. wants to get paid? What would you do? Dak lost money. Um, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. As an Eagles fan, hell yeah. Well, but, no, I say that because now the boat, the the ball is back in Jerry's court. Absolutely, yeah. But he has a he has an opportunity to right the ship. Listen, they. I said, mean, people people. I mean, what kills me is that a lot of analysts mm-hmm. they went on social media and people put all that shit. Dak losing money, like even Colin Cowherd, who I respect and who you know, I, who yeah. I think is the goat. I think he jumped. I, I don't want to. <laughs> he told Baker make, Mayfield oh, a new asshole today. Oh, made, but after the yeah. game last night, as soon as I opened that, when I watched that 49ers game, I was like, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sorry. What was you going to say? Nah, but he jumped on Dak, and a lot of people did. But it's like this here. I'm not ready to give up on the brother, and I'm not a Cowboy fan. You know that. Me neither. Yeah. But I do want to see but black quarterbacks get paid. If you yeah. look at it, he really didn't have that bad of a game. Now, the reason why I say that, mm. you count all the picks he threw, yeah, but were all of them his fault? No. I don't think so, no. He threw one that ended up being a pick, and it was a costly one. He threw it to, I don't know if it was Gallup or who it was. They turned the fucking wrong way, <laughs> and it was a timing route. So if he would have, old boy really mauled him now. could have been pass interference. Uh-huh. You can go back and look at it. He kind of mauled him, but he took him off the spot, mm-hmm. and it fucked the timing up. Timing routes are one thing. Quarterback timing route, you know, it's they got to, they look they do read do 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 do, then they got to get it there. Yeah, he threw it there. Time was fucked up. Got knocked in the air, picked off. Yeah, it happens. And then he had another pick that was very similar. And I'm not trying to take over that. I give a fuck about Dallas. You know that. Uh, we know. We're going to get into your team in a second, too. Oh, so, yeah, all right, so, here's, so, so here's a question I got, right? They said at the beginning of the season, Jerry Jones was talking about giving him $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, nah, because I think he wanted more like $33, $35 a year. Mm-hmm. Um, now, looking at how this season is panning out, which, you know, when the season started, they were 3-0. and They were number one in my division. Um, but they played shitty teams. Yeah, they played Washington, yeah, the Giants, yeah. and the Dolphins. Nigger. And I said it on hashtag just saying my YouTube show that they ain't play no damn body. They ain't play nobody. They ain't play nobody. You know, shit, we could have, man, look, Dolphins look so bad, they probably going to ask us to play, right? <laughs> you like Miami? <laughs> we have nice beaches. But so my, my question would be, 
by if 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 they do a new contract by the end of the year, how much does he get per year? You think? Well, they won't do it at the end of the year. They'll they'll do it after the season. I mean, that's what I'm saying. After the season, how much how much is he getting per year? You think? If they started at thirty, he wanted around thirty three, thirty five. Where do you think he's going? They're probably offering somewhere in the mid twenties. Wow. So you think so you you have him as losing money right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Now if he was to somehow catch Well, all right, let's say they they don't win the division, but it's like the last game. You're right. It's like one of those they gotta play the Eagles and my Eagles beat them out and they don't win the division, but they had a winning record. Where do you see him going? If they don't do that, if they don't win the division. They don't win the division, but they had a winning a winning make the season. playoffs. Yeah, make these playoffs, yeah. They made the playoffs as a wild card. Uh huh. He definitely ain't getting that big money. He definitely gonna be in the mid twenties. And now, Jason Garrett, did they fire him this year? If they make the playoffs and lose first round a mm-hmm. wild card. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You know, Jerry Jerry Jones Jerry loves him. I tell you this. Well going let's go back to the Dak first. All right. Let me finish with that. My thing with Dak is that if he doesn't win the division, doesn't beat Philly, because them the only two in competition for the division. Yeah. If he doesn't get it, they make the playoffs as a wild card and lose first, second round, whatever the fuck it may be, he will still get, you know, a max offer, a full offer, but it'd be like around the twenty. I don't wanna say max, ain't no such thing as really max in the NFL. Yeah. But it's um he'll get around the twenty something, the mid twenties. Okay. He wanted the mid thirties. Yeah. The only way he gets that is if he franchise if he gets tagged, but then he still won't get tagged to about the late, the high twenties, early, like close to thirty. Yeah. Now, he's betting on himself in a sense. He wanted the big money. That's why he was talking about it. But he was forced to bet on himself. Now, if he writes the ship, they win the division yeah. and go to the NFC Championship, whether they win or lose, then I believe. Jerry give him the big money that he wants. I mean, here's the other bullshit about it. You know who they play next? The Jets. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing about that. Mm. Um, Sam Darnold comes back. Yeah. Um, Chris Herndon comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the, the starting Ooh, quarterback boy, and the starting tight end. The Jets. And then we got Le'Veon. No, but listen, are you a Jets fan? I thought you no, were Eagles. I'm fan. an Eagles fan. Yeah. So so I I pull for two teams, the Eagles and whoever's playing against the Cowboys. Yeah, I get it. But no, but I'm not gonna get you too excited now. Now you gotta remember Dallas has a good team. Mm. And I'm not a cowboy fan, but I'm a realist. But they loaded, they fucking loaded now. No, what I'm saying is what's what's gonna happen Sunday. With them two, it's gonna be a close game to what people think. With mm. Dallas cover the spread, I think they'll cover the, the seven that it dropped to. What's the, what's the, what's the, the spread original on spread was nine and a half. Okay, that just dropped to seven. Now it's back, was it seven? Was it dropped to seven when Donald came? It dropped back? to seven today. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that yeah, will Dallas win? I'm sure. Mm. Feel good about it. Will it be close to what people think? Yeah. Do you think? Um, the Chiefs got exposed after watching that Chiefs uh, game versus the Colts. I don't want to say exposed, and I'm going to talk about a lot of this on my show. Just saying. Hashtag We're going to put the link to the show, and you guys are listening to this podcast. Yeah. we got the link to the show. But, no, I don't want to say exposed. What it more so is is gave a bit of a, a glimpse of a, a blueprint. You know, um, Matt had 129 yards mm. on the 130-something yards off of 29 rushes. Wow. I mean, he ran the fucking paint off the ball. Yeah. They force-fed him. Yeah. 
And so by force feeding them, you control the clock and you keep keep motherfucking homes off. Right. And yeah. then and the only reason why I don't put a lot of stock in it is because Mahomes was hurt. He got hurt twice in that game. The ankle shit. Yeah. yeah he rolled yeah. his ankle and it was fucked up. They taped it up and then his fucking offensive lineman stepped on it. Yeah. Yeah. So was... this you know, his game is predicated not just sitting in the pocket, but this motherfucker gonna make plays and just throw out his ass. Yeah. So what's gonna be interesting is this Sunday when they play Houston. You're gonna have to battle, oh, up, wow. battle up play, what could be the what? two best quarterbacks in the NFL. They play Houston this weekend? They play Houston. What? One o'clock. Yo, Kansas City. I should have played Deshaun Watson because that motherfucker had, what, five touchdowns this past weekend? Oh, look who he played. I mean, granted, it was was the Falcons, right? It was the worst defense in the NFL. Uh, All right, so how do you feel about your squad? (laughs) Terrible. Really? I'm fucking disgusted. It's that bad. I mean, first of all, Dan Quinn was anointed this defensive guru. Mm -hmm. But what has he ever done? He was running Pete Carroll's defense in Seattle mm. and Pete Carroll's personnel. He was just manning the ship. The motherfucker ain't did nothing with the defense since he's been in Atlanta. That was Kyle Shanahan's defense that took us which, to the Super Bowl. Which, well, well, Kyle Shanahan, as far as an offensive mind, you see what he's doing with, with San Francisco right fucking now. Fucking right. And they're awesome right now. Yeah, they look great. Yeah. Yeah. Look, fucking suck. Look, I was about to say that San Francisco's defense look good too, but you know, all right. No, so the defense is good. So, so, so Baker Mayfield, where, where do the Browns end this year? Where do you think they're going to end up being? I give them maybe nine and seven, just because they division. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess since uh, that division sucks. Pittsburgh's yeah. on the third quarterback. I mean, that's Baltimore. Shit. Lamar hadn't proved he can throw the ball. Mm. I mean, you watched him last two weeks. You tell me. Uh, they barely they beat Pittsburgh. They barely, they, barely beat, the they barely beat Pittsburgh against a third string quarterback. He fumbled the fucking ball. Man. Yeah, and then they got beat by uh, by the Browns. Yeah, yeah the Browns beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I mean, of course, you don't ever have to worry about Cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they, I mean, they're in the top for the for the Dolphins, really. The, the twin, I mean, it's, somebody's gonna have the first pick. Dolphins, Dolphins, Redskins, Dolphins. Does uh, does, I mean, Dolphins. Redskins, Bengals. I'm sorry. So, so there's two on top of blah, 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 blah. That's how you say his name. Two on top of blah, 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 blah. Um, if you was him, and you know that you're gonna get the number one pick, where would you want to go based on those three shitty teams? If you're talking about Miami, if you're talking about Cincinnati, if you're talking about I don't know what else would you say? Miami, Cincinnati, who else? Miami, Cincinnati, and um, Redskins. Where would you want to go if you was two or? <laughs> you want to go to the Dolphins? Why? Why them? They they had the. Is it because of the weather, or is it? Do you think they had the best shit? No, out I of mean, the three worst teams. Um, Cincinnati has Andy Dalton. They're not in the rush to change quarterbacks. I mean, why not? I mean, it's a, is no, it it's not? not a matter of why not. But I'm just giving you my point. So, my, my so if is, you let me finish my point with Andy oh, Dalton, oh no, I'm but you, I mean, you cut me off. But if Andy Dalton is. <laughs> Andy Dalton, is their, Andy Dalton is their franchise quarterback, right? But I'm no, apparently not. Bro, did they pay him? Did they not pay him as I a mean, franchise quarterback? They paid him, but this okay. Like, so if ownership pays the motherfuckers, they franchise you the fucking franchise. My thing is this: they got rid of the black coach. They got this new guy in. He got AJ Green. He got all these weapons, and they still. I mean, they look bad. What do you do? I mean, the whole team is bad. My thing is... You saying they got A.J. Green? A.J. Green ain't played this year. Man, my thing is this. 
It <laughs> means so, what? So, so you're telling me that if the Bengals had the worst record and they get the number one pick, they're not taking Tua? No. You don't think they're taking Tua? No. So you think they believe in Andy Dalton to not take Tua? Yeah. Tua, Tua, Yeah. Because they don't believe the quarterback is their damn weakness right now. They paid him. Regardless of how you feel about Andy Dalton. Preach. There's a lot of people you can pay that you'd be like, ah, this ain't working. Preach. Let me explain this to you. Do you know how, if you, have you watched didn't this? They, hold on. Hold didn't, on. Didn't the Cardinals preach, do that? Didn't the Cardinals preach. do that? Cincinnati yet? has the worst defense after the Falcons. But, this, but that's not what, what I'm saying. What the fuck are we talking that's about? That's not what I'm saying. They're, They're not going to spend draft picks on offense. They have weapons. They got Joe Mixon, AJ Green, if he ever healthy. You got Tyler Boyd. You got Tyler Eifert. So you're saying they got running backs, wide so, receivers, and they don't feel that bad about because it's not Andy so, Dalton that's losing their game. So you're saying they have no fucking defense you, and no so offensive saying, line. You're saying the defense is what's keeping the Bengals from. from have you from, watched them play? Yeah, they look awful. What, they question? look they look worse than the Falcons, and but, that is hard. But you, but you know a team that don't have a defense that look pretty good on offense is the fucking Chiefs. So my question is this. What happened to the guy with it's the It's not that the Chiefs don't have a defense, man. They but, had, they have but, a... But here's the question I got. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm coming to you because you're the sports expert because mm-hmm. you're making all this money on fantasy that you won't donate. Um, wow. The Cardinals, didn't they... Didn't, they have Kyler Murray this year, right? Yeah. Didn't they, uh, who did they got, who did they get the year before that? Or two yeah, before? Josh Rosen. Yes. So my same thing is, you get yourself an upper first round pick, and you're like, he's not working. Let's fucking get rid of him. Who's the coach? Um, The guy they just got from. Uh, Brad Kingberry. Yeah, okay. He ran the same system that Riley did in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was, he was. Okay, he was so what I'm saying Kyler is, Murray. it was a big thing that when they hired him as the coach, Man, Nick, first of all, they fired my man, Steve Wilkes, after one year, mm. which is despicable. Mm. So you're going to hire this man. He came from where? Where did he come from? Carolina Panthers. Mm. I didn't know that. Right? Mm-hmm. They they hired this man for one year and was a scapegoat and fucking hired Bradman. I mean, how you do a man like that? Well, okay, I got one question for you. One year? I got a question for With you. With nothing? I'm, I'm still back to this Bengals thing. So if the Bengals is the, is the worst team. You wouldn't take two. They're not the worst team. Miami's the, but, the but I'm Dolphins saying, are the worst. But I'm saying, as of now, they like they both haven't won a game. So it's well, the it's Dolphins still, will have the number one pick. How would they have number one pick if they both owe and such? Tell me, bro. Is it based on the the margin of losses? No, they're both. Cincinnati will win a couple games. But we're, we're speaking from the perspective. Cincinnati will win a couple games. We're Don't speaking, get that twisted. We're speaking from the perspective. The Dolphins are the one that may go over. We're speaking from, we're speaking from the perspective of if both of these teams haven't won anything, so both of them technically are plausible right now. My question is, if you're looking at Andy Dalton, no, I give you, I, I gave it to you because you're asking me if you're the Bengals, would you take Whatever quarterback, Tua, yeah. Well, whoever it is, but my, but somebody made it. But my question is, they're not taking a quarterback with a number one pick. But but okay, they're not. But my, so my question would be, would they even consider it? Because if you get a quarterback and you're on a rookie deal, would that? I mean, they may consider it. Who knows? But I don't think they'll do it because they're so fucked in so many positions. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take the best player available. Do you think that Tua is the best player available in next year's draft? I mean, I don't know, but I exactly. Know. So what I'm saying is, yeah, if you need the best quarterback and you have the number one pick, you're gonna take the number one quarterback, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, who just says that Cincinnati needs a quarterback? And I'm not bigging up 
Andy Dalton. I never thought he was anything special, but they paid him as their franchise quarterback. He is their quarterback, and they have a lot of weapons on offense. Their offensive line is terrible, and all of their defense sucks. So what I'm saying is they're going to have to go defensively if they have any kind of sense in the front office, whether they have the first pick or not. They're not going to draft a quarterback. That's not the immediate need. Andy Dalton is very similar to fucking Matt Ryan. Neither one of them is special. These happen to fucking do. I, I think I think Matt Ryan showed that he's very capable. No, Matt if, Ryan. If he has Shanahan, Matt Ryan, but he don't have Shanahan. But that's the point that I'm saying. It's a coaching issue. Well, same look, thing. Andy Dalton's having to go through a whole new coaching staff. But that's what I'm saying is same thing we talked about with with. All right, let's 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 look at somebody like Aaron Rodgers, greatest quarterback I've ever seen. But he's going through these ups and downs with Mike McCarthy last last year. Now he got a new coach. Now when you get a new coach. Aaron can say, hey, I was right when I was telling you that it was the coach that was the issue. So you look at Andy Dalton, and they're not winning. They can say, hey, it's the coach that's the issue. First of all. When you get a new coach, and you're still not winning. First of all, the whole shit with what you just said with, with, with Aaron Rodgers, that shit's not true. That bitch struggled the first fucking few weeks. He They went on a winning streak. They beat Philly, and they beat Dallas. Okay? Before that, it was looked upon like, what in the fuck is Green Bay doing? Mm-hmm. So, well, they have a decent I don't, defense. I, I don't until they played my Eagles, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they beat y'all. They did that, and then they beat Dallas. I mean, they no, we beat we beat them. Yeah, we, the Eagles. I mean, beat y'all. Them. I mean, that that you know. I'm sorry, preach. You make my point. <laughs> what I'm saying. It's excuse me, America. I sorry, <laughs> America. Excuse me, Mom and Jesus. <laughs> the two listeners. <laughs> yeah. You got to think big, man. But no, you make my point. I'm sorry, preach, and I'm just saying it blindly. But you make my point. I, I I'm not a big believer in what Green Bay has going on. The shit was a facade uh, because Dallas has shown an inept uh, ability to stop the run, especially mm. zone blocking and zone running mm. over the last few weeks. You know what I'm saying? Um, last couple of weeks, that's what they've shown. But, um. Green Bay, I don't see anything special. They don't turn the ball over. Dallas doesn't turn the ball over the way they did. We could be talking about a different game. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you know, Aaron Rodgers was at the one-yard line and had four four tries to make a touchdown against my Eagles and couldn't do it. Right. Like, no run game at all. Right. Even though they tried to run. now Aaron Jones running the paint off that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know why? Why? Because Matt LaFleur – Matt LeFleur. (laughs) LeFleur, he stopped sucking Aaron Rodgers' dick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, this is my offense. Let me run this shit. And they winning since that. All right. Well, this week. So so give me so give me give me your four teams. Now whether that continues, I don't know. Give me the four teams and give me your Super Bowl. So if we're looking at the AFC championship, Uh who you think is there? AFC championship? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you know who in there. New England and who else? I mean, you can just go ahead and pencil that motherfucker. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> Shit. New England and who else against who? Hmm. Houston. Oh. All right. Yeah. Uh, is it in Foxborough? Apparently, it's going to be in yeah, Foxborough. It's be yeah, in Foxborough. Foxborough. I mean, who, right. who is going to challenge them for the division? you right. And with them getting the best record. You're right. All right. Now, NFC, who's the two teams? Hmm. Eagles. It won't be the damn Falcons. How about that? <laughs> Who knows, America? They may surprise you. Nah, I'm not going to give a, a realistic um, 
addiction to that. Pe- people, nah. people are high up on the Saints right now. How do you feel right now about the Saints? Man, they're fucking frauds. Yeah, they're frauds. I don't give a damn with them. And okay, people that that are familiar with my show and familiar with me, hashtag just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Um, they think that I'm a I'm biased towards the Saints. And that's probably 75% true. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would never predict the motherfuckers. Um, Nah, because I still think they're a fucking fraud. I don't think their defense is as great as it is. Marcus Lattimore, I mean, not Marcus Lattimore. You know what I'm talking about. Lattimore, the um, defensive back, the cornerback for for, uh, the Saints. Mm -hmm. Marquise Lattimore, whatever the fuck his name is. No disrespect, but he ain't listening. It's all good. Hey. Fuck you, nigga. I'm fucking nah, play. <laughs> he's not that fucking good, man. He shows out on prime time. You catch his ass a Sunday at one. Oh, they, I've seen him get burnt. Well, Eli, and Apple, I just don't believe. I, I don't Eli believe in Apple the defense. Ain't a good corner either. But that's I think Cameron, his sorry ass, I don't like him. Nah, but you good, Cameron. Cameron Jordan. Nah, he's a beast. He's like the best shit that he got. He the leader of that team, man. That, I mean, Cameron Jordan is what they got. Mm-hmm. On that defense, man. He's that guy. And he's that leader of that damn team and that defense. But um, I don't believe that the rest of them are built for a tough. But um, anyway, that wasn't the question that you asked me. But you asked <laughs> me about the Saints, and I'm just giving my take. He just got frustrated. All right, no, but, but, but no, but honestly, um, I will give you my honest opinion that it is too early to tell with the NFC. And here's why I won't give an answer. Mm-hmm. I won't. I will not answer that with the NFC because it's way more tougher than the AFC. Mm. I, could, I agree with that. I mean, the AFC is top heavy. Mm. The NFC, I can give you a jumble of – it's week – we're going to what? Week six. Mm-hmm. I can give you a, bu- a, a bowl of jambalaya yeah. of a bunch of teams right now. That, that could look do good it. Right yeah. now. Yeah. But – in three, four weeks, mm-hmm. shit may look a little different. Oh, hold on, your AFC, you ain't had the Chiefs in that bitch though. I didn't have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You said Super Bowl. No, I said AFC championship. I only named game. two teams. Oh yeah, championship game, AFC championship game. So that means one of those teams. That's going two to the teams. Super Bowl. I named two teams. I said the Patriots and the Texans. Yeah, but those are both uh, AFCs. You said the AFC championship. That's the point that I'm saying. You're asking me about the NFC Championship. Well, now. I know, but I'm going back to the AFC because NFC thing, Championship is only two teams. Nigger, and I named you nigger. said who was going to be there, and I gave you the matchup. Nigger, what I'm saying is, if you're saying that the AFC Championship game, it's it, only two teams that can play. This is game. what I'm saying. If you're saying the AFC Championship game is right. the Patriots and the Texans, yeah. that means I that didn't the, say Chiefs, the Chiefs. Huh? You mean is that didn't say the Chiefs? That's what I'm saying. You didn't oh say yeah, I didn't say the Chiefs. So you think? So you think the Chiefs aren't going to make it to the AFC Championship? Game? No, I think the Texans will. All right, so we're gonna get a good preview of it this Sunday. They play each other, All right. right? Okay. And I think you're gonna see a rematch. Um, you know, right before the AFC Championship. Well, listen, man, I'm trying to give you a layup, man. You do a motherfucking sports <laughs> sports show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Chiefs weren't weren't trying included. To make it a hot take. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to make it a hot take. He's like, Mahomes ain't you all that. You got draw it out me. You got draw it out me. Nah, I, I like, give it to you like this. You was like, I mentioned two teams. I said what I said. <laughs> okay, what I think it boils down to is that um, you're dealing with two great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they score points. They got a great system. My difference comes is two things. I think that Houston's defense is better. Uh-huh. And it'll prevail. 
uh-huh. in the playoffs, especially in the playoff setting. Not necessarily say it plays out um, this week, mm-hmm. right? I think the Chiefs are going to win this week, okay? But in a playoff setting, I think Houston defense shows up a little bit more, and it's Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a- a- Andy Reid would do it. I hate to say it, but Andy Reid is a fraud. Andy Reid is great in the in regular. He's There's your the hot favorite take. coach. September, October, Andy Reid is the best coach in all of fucking football. But when you get there, the end of December, I mean, the end of November and end of December, he starts to rear his ugly head, and I think that he is just who he is. He fucking, he's a fraud, and he shows his real self come playoff time. He's been the one Super Bowl with Philly. Right? And we should have won that shit with Dominic well, Man was sick. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You stop. lost. But nigga, you lost two to the same team, okay? And hey, then we, we, now, we redeemed was, ourselves. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, look. That was, that was a... Uh, <laughs> that was not a... Uh, what you call it? A, um, a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got three teams in the NFC. I, I got three teams that I feel confident. Not co- confident is too strong of a word. But I got three teams that I feel okay about for the NFC. I got the Seahawks. Okay. I got my Eagles. <laughs> of course. And of course. Of course. And I got my Packers. <laughs> you have two teams. You say your Packers. I said my Packers. I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan more than I'm a, a, a Packers fan. All but. right. All right. So, um, Seattle, you got Russell Wilson on your team. You got a chance. Mm. I mean, the kid is that good. And they were like, they're 4-1 now? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, will they end up with the best record in the NFC? I don't know. I, I don't, doubt I don't think so. I really either. doubt nah. it. Nah. They'll win. I think they – shit, we don't know. I mean, that division is – man, it's, look, I'm going to tell you the two yeah. toughest divisions right now. Uh-huh. Two toughest divisions in football, mm-hmm. not just the NFC. NFC West, mm-hmm. you got the Seahawks. You got the 49ers, and you still got the Rams. Uh-huh. All right? Mm-hmm. But the tougher division is the NFC North. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You got... um. Make sure I say NFC West. Did I say West the first time? You said West. Okay. But NFC North, you got Chicago. You got the Packers. You got the Lions. You got the Packers. You got the Lions and the Vikings. And don't shit on the Lions. The Lions the have Lions a good, good fucking team. The Lions they almost got. Beat they, they almost they yeah, beat they Kansas City. They should have beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. You're right about that. I agree with that because if if I didn't see the Chiefs the other night, I would have thought the Lions game was a fluke. But it looked like they they somebody got the cold on on Patrick Mahomes. It wasn't really cold. I watched the game. Mm. Um, they ran the ball just like I said. They ran the paint yeah. out the ball. Yeah. When you when you run the ball against them, eat you the clock time, up. Yeah. You eat the clock up. Time of possession. You keep Mahomes off the field, and he was hurt. Yeah, he was yeah, hurt. Right. He got stepped on. I mean, he rolled his ankle twice. All right. So so, give us and by us I mean me. If I'm doing fantasy this weekend, give give me three things, three pieces of advice of people I should probably play. Oh, just any position? Yeah, any position. So, all right, so for one, I'll just say this. You cannot go wrong with, I mean, they'll be chalk. But And what I mean by chalk is they'll be high on them. What people got to understand when it comes to daily fantasy. Mm-hmm. When you're playing FanDuel or DraftKings, 
Um, you don't win with people that are high owned, meaning owned by everybody else that's in the same tournament you in. Okay. You want lower ownership. You don't want to play chalk. So chalk is considered high ownership. Mm-hmm. But at certain positions in daily fantasy when it comes to football, it doesn't really matter about ownership with certain positions. But you can't be chalk all the way around. So what what, what position would it not matter if you're chalk? If you're like, Wide yeah. Wide receiver. Okay. Wide receiver. All right. Yeah. Okay. Wide okay. receiver. You know, um, I'm, that's the best clue I can give y'all. Okay. But you asked me a question for three people that you probably yeah, should give me three people. have in your lineup. Give me three people, nigga. All right. Okay, so I only can give one quarterback. I'm going to say um, Deshaun Watson. Against Okay, because Kansas City doesn't have a great defense. No. Okay. Neither does Houston. You can play Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, but – Deshaun but but, Sean, but like I think Pat Mahomes would be he would be the chalk guy right because wouldn't he be expensive as fuck? Both up well, Pat Mahomes is actually the most expensive on both sides. Okay, and Lane DraftKings, mm-hmm. but um, Deshaun's not much cheaper. But you would prefer Deshaun would probably be a little bit more chalk. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, but um, you know, just I'm just throwing. I can't give out all the tricks. It's just that you, that you can't go wrong if you play either one of those two at quarterback. Okay, there you go. And what else you got? All right, so running back, I'll give um, everybody a jewel. Um, you can never go wrong with taking Dalvin Cook at home. Okay. Yep. All right. Dalvin Cook. And um, what's the other position? I mean, I guess you can pretty much pick what you want after that. You got like tight ends. Yeah, you, got, you, got deep, you got you got deep. Wide receivers are hot take, so they got to figure that out on, the, on their own. Unless they watch hashtag just saying on YouTube. Yep. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes back to this. So right. I can give you a defense to take. Okay. What defense? All right. So, um, wow. I had it earlier which one I wanted to take. Oh, you San Fran. San Francisco. Who are they playing? They are playing um the Rams. Uh, right, so that's a this is a hot take. Actually, I'm giving the people a hot take. All okay. right, so reason why preach they're cheap on both sides. They're cheap on FanDuel and they're cheap on DraftKings, mm-hmm. and they won't be that high. On, you know, people will try to take uh, New England. Well, New England's not on the main slate. I'm sorry, but they'll try to take Dallas or Dallas against the Jets. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, teams like that. But they're lower. They're they're cheaper, and they'll be lower owned. And here's the reason why. San Fran defense is a lot better than what people think. I don't know if they watched the game last night. Oh, that game but, was incredible. But Jared yeah. Goff for the Rams, he's been getting eight up. Because he's been throwing like 60 fucking times during the game because he has no run game right now. And their offensive line is great as what they think. Oh, God. And see, you got a damn defensive front on San Fran. Boy, them boys get after the ball, yeah. man. So here's my question. Is Jimmy G as good as people think? Or is it, or is he just dealing with the the luxury of a really good defense and a good offensive line? People think I don't know. It's not the good offensive line or any of that. What it is is Kyle Shanahan's system. Now, is he as talented as people thought they would be? He would be. He's a very talented quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's more talented than say Matt Ryan. Okay. And they want to give him their props because he came from the New England shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's more talented than Matt Ryan. No. So, but will he shine in the Shanahan system? Yeah. Okay, but he's he's nothing special 
in a sense where he's just that great. He'll do fine, and he'll make Pro Bowls and make playoffs and stuff. As long as they got Kyle Shanahan, man, they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. Okay. Well, you gave us some really, really good fucking nuggets right now. Um, I guess we're about 45 minutes deep. I think this is pretty good enough. Sorry to the to the female listeners there, but like, who the fuck are these sports people they talking about? I don't know. What the fuck he talking about? Oh, why we were supposed to talk about something else? I mean, this is, this is your, your, your go-to. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like, I mean, you ain't talk about nothing else, man. I mean, I think this is perfect. This is, I think this is, look, man, I bring professionals on for what they talk about, right? If I have a porn star on the podcast, I don't want to talk to her about, like, her favorite, like, I don't know, pancake recipe. Like, nah, I want to know about them draws. <laughs> Sorry, mama. Well, you should come <laughs> up with different, like, you should come up with a five-question game or some shit like that when you have that on. Oh, you know there what? There you go, boom! I yeah. just, there you uh, go. Hold on, hold on. I'm pretty good. At this I'm gonna put shit. you. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you in a new. I'm gonna put you in a newspaper. I have a column for the state newspaper called Five Questions with, yeah, or Five man. Minutes with. Yeah, put you in a newspaper. You want to be in a newspaper? I'll put you in a newspaper. It's cool. I wouldn't mind. We gonna plug there a lot of hashtags. All right, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put you in the next issue. I'll put you in the next issue. I got a. I got a copy of it over here. I'll show that shit to you. Um, yeah, that should be good enough. I need to make another drink and um, we can we can politic for a second. Um, this why is you it. Gonna, why you gonna Why you gonna cut the people off like that? Why ain't cutting them? Nigga, they we, might enjoy this. It's man. been forty five. Maybe they minutes. enjoy me. I don't know. They hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's been forty five minutes. It's a good. It's a good length of time for nah, a podcast. It's on you, my brother. Um. So tell everybody where they can find you. Tell Tell us uh the the websites, Instagrams, all that type of shit. All right. So on YouTube. YouTube. Hashtag, just saying. J-U-S-T-S-A-Y-I-N. No G. Hashtag, just saying. And that's going to be the next, that's going to be the name of this episode of the podcast, just in case y'all didn't get the message clear. Boom. Um, Shout out to my homie LB. We got a podcast that we're working on. We're going to figure all that shit out so we can uh, do this on a regular basis. I love talking to sports shit. Um, and, and especially, I love listening to you talk about it because you might know what you're talking about. This nigga know what he talking about. So... Um, use those three tips he gave y'all when y'all sells a couple of dollars, and then when you win those couple of dollars, donate to the More Better Soul <laughs> Cash App account. Uh, <laughs> uh, once again, this is the Negro League Podcast. Go by the name of Preach Jacobs. We are sponsored by More Better Soul Clothing. Go to morebettersoul.bigcartel.com. Enter the code Negro to save 10% on your next order. We just put some new motherfucking shirts up on there. We had these dope uh, designs of Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye. Get them, get them, get them. We also have another Loft Sessions event coming in Columbia, South Carolina. We have my homeboy Andy Woodward from Toro Iwa. It's going to be doing the DJ set. We have the amazing musician Laura Reed coming. So it'll be October 19th, the frame of mind in West Columbia, South Carolina. Get your tickets at morebettersold.bigcartel.com. Again, and uh, y'all can follow me at Preach Jacobs with all my shit. Thank y'all for listening to the Eagle League Podcast. Win some motherfucking money. Peace. One, two. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Eagle League Podcast. I go by the name of Preach Jacobs. We are sponsored by Mobile Soul Clothing. Go to mobetasoul.bigcartel.com. Enter the code Negro to save 10% on your next motherfucking order, motherfucker. We have a special guest in the building. A uh, great friend of mine who is an entrepreneur doing some really, really cool stuff. We're in Columbia, South Carolina. So the people that's not in Columbia, South Carolina, I'm sorry. No. But this is the homie, Didi. What's up? Hey, what's up? You are the founder of DJ, DGI. Say, I'm trying to say TGI because I'm thinking about Family Matters. What's the name of your company? <laughs> the name is D's Grown as Fuck Pinatas. Oh, Grown as Fuck Pinatas. If you have a party that you want to do that's grown where you want to like 
you know, have something where they hit a pinata and motherfucking dildos fall out. All, all of that. Dildos, don't even limit yourself. Don't limit yourself to what can go in the pinata or the shape of the pinata. Nothing is off limits. Word. You're trying to be all cool right now. You was loud as motherfucker early, but it's cool. Uh, you had an event recently, and one of the pinatas, your adult pinatas, um, I, I saw them and they looked like titties. It was really, really fly. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was weird for a bar mitzvah. I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually get it all the time for that event, Word. that particular event. All right. So, so tell, so, so tell us about how. Um, cause not, but aside from doing this, you're an artist, right? And artists, I come to the conclusion that we just want to create. Um, right, right. so outside of, of having this business of the pinatas, you're also a writer, you're also an actress, you also, I will call you a playwright. Um, but I'm always fascinated with people that are artists that just want to create and do some creative stuff. But this specifically, like what? inspired you to have kind of the this idea of having the adult pinatas well i just turned 30 this past march old ass nigga i know right so old um and after i got my life alert pin i was like <laughs> it would be really great if i could celebrate this moment with the pinata but you know people especially of a certain age they're not they they probably wouldn't get like my sense of humor and fun of recreating kind of like the nostalgia of childhood and pinata and everything like that. So I was like, niggas ain't trying to run up and get no candy out no pinata. <laughs> so I was like, what would, what would, you know, create that same excitement for an adult mm -hmm. and mini bottles instantly pop <laughs> into my mind. <laughs> right. 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 Oh, right. All of that. All of that. So it's awesome. So yeah. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to try that. And so I I threw around the idea with a few friends of mine, and everybody thought it was a great idea. And then I actually uh, just just started making them, and I'm doing that now. And I can make pinatas. I, I would be happy if all I could do for the rest of my life is just make pinatas. Really? So it's that yeah. much of a passion project for you that you're yeah, basically I, like? I love it. I love it. Because it's like, you know, a lot of times, too, you don't even have to break the piñata. You can keep the piñata. It's like a keepsake mm -hmm. if you want. And then it's just, I like just bringing just joy, people, happiness, joy. People get excited when they see the piñata and when they see what comes out. So. All right. Um, yep. What's been the weirdest thing you've put into a piñata? The weirdest thing so far, I like I said, I'm just getting started. Um, right? I haven't really had any weird things so far. So far, it's been... What I pretty much expected, um, cigars, condoms, mini bottles. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. All right. Like, you may have, like, um, uh, for some reason in my mind, I see a bunch of Pop Rocks. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? I just think it would be hilarious. You bust it open and, like, Pop Rocks would just fall from the sky or whatever. But, uh, yeah, maybe that's. Yeah, you can do Pop Rocks if that's what you want. All right. So, I've seen a few things. Like, I've seen the boobies. I've seen the house. Um, so, like, if somebody's has an idea of something specific that they want. There's pretty much anything. You can do pretty much anything, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like okay. I said, nothing Nothing is off limits. As long as it's not nothing. Um, Racist. We're not doing no swastika yeah, piñatas. You know, no, no Confederate piñatas. flag piñatas. None of that. You talking that shit, but if it's some, if well, no, guy, I was about to say it depends on the money. They, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It's like, hey, Kim. As long <laughs> if it's not like nothing, like 
I guess like violent or anything, then yeah, I don't. Hey, Shit. the money is great. If the NRA wanted you to bust a AR-14 to have little bullets fall out of that bitch, and they paid you a million dollars, yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, hell yeah. yeah. And don't ask me to borrow shit. No doubt. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> she, she's like me, no. It's the money she's making for these pianas. I need a dollar or two. Um, <laughs> we're in here drinking cheap vodka. You made fun of my vodka earlier. Um, but cheap vodka is really, really cool. Real friends it, don't let friends drink cheap vodka. Well, I guess I'm not a real friend. And put the microphone closer because like nobody can hear oh. you. You whispering like Janet Jackson. I can't hear myself. Because we turn it down. Because like, you ain't got no headphones okay. on. Nigger. I know. It's 11 something at night. My neighbors probably hate me right now because I was playing music and crip walking in this motherfucker before we started recording this. Um, but no, like I, I think um, it's really important for the idea of creating and being an artist. So um, aside from this you are a writer. Um, how do you feel, especially being a black woman, we was having a conversation briefly earlier, how do you feel about the movement that we've seen right now of black women in entertainment as far as writing, producing, acting, from Lena Waithe doing everything under the sun to the black comedy sketch show to uh, you know stuff like Insecure? Do you think, um, compared to years prior, that we've seen a resurgence or or a revolution of black women in entertainment? To some degree, yes. I definitely feel like there's there could be more. And I feel like I feel like black women have been doing things in entertainment, but it's just now it's just now more so they're being recognized for it. It's just being brought to the limelight. Mm -hmm. So. How do you feel about, um, and I think about when I, I know it's not a woman, but I think when I think of Tyler Perry, I think of Tyler Perry and Oprah kind of interconnected. How do you feel about, um, the new, the new production? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think it's awesome. And I mean, we're right here in South Carolina. So it's literally just like a hop, skip and jump away. Um, Listen here, uh, Tyler. Yeah. You know, if, if you I'm need put my, put my <laughs> auditioning right now, um, nah, nah. Um, if you need a writer, I'll write. I don't think I want to act in anything per se, but I would definitely write. So, so you would choose to write over acting? I would, I would, because and unfortunately, I've been on the on the actor side of it. Mm -hmm. Actors are more so, or at least with my experience in acting and what I've done. I don't want to say they're treated kind of like a tool, but it's just kind of like go here and do this and say this, which is fine. Mm -hmm. That's what they're supposed to do. But, you know, when you're an actress or actor, nobody you're like, hey, you know what would be great? No, Chad, we don't care. Just go here. <laughs> <laughs> Stand here on your mark and you say, you say what I wrote. So it's like, oh, well, I can express myself more creatively as a writer and have a bigger impact, I guess. And then you or, not, or just as equal of an impact, I should say. So you want to be Chad to tell a motherfucker to read what I wrote. <laughs> right. yeah. Or, yeah, the person who tells Chad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chad, shut the fuck up. Say the lines. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you say what Dee Dee wrote. It's important. So Damn my question, so, so I guess, what were some of the the roles? I mean, Diane Carroll passed away recently, and and... We do this thing where we kind of have a retrospective when people pass away, where we look at all the things that they've done. And 
And I remember as a kid, Diane Carroll was Whitley Gilbert's mom on A Different World, but she also did a bunch of groundbreaking television and, and, and films and, and one of the first black women that kind of broke these barriers. Right. So my question would be, what were some of the, 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 the black women um, in Hollywood or television that motivated you uh, growing up that kind of inspired you to be like, yeah, I think I can write lines for this person or I could you know, be in this TV show or this As film. As far as, well, first first of all, I feel like if if you're really, if you're... I feel like a real a person a true crea- creative I guess is what you would call them mm-hmm. a person who really has a strong urge to create and express themselves they're going to do that in some form or fashion regardless they don't necessarily have to have like an influence because um and I say that because in high school um I always I always loved acting like my mom got me into acting and entertainment and she would just kind of quiz me on oh who's who's acting in this who's that do you recognize this person where you recognize them from mm-hmm. things kind of like that and I was so interested in acting it was kind of like okay well where does this how do they know what to say oh it comes from a script well where does the script come from oh it comes from a writer Okay, it's like just finding like it's like a I guess not necessarily a chain reaction, but kind of like a just following like the the step. Like okay, well you kind of you just ask questions. You you go on like a discovery. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. of it. So in doing that, you that's your inspiration. The discovery or the journey or whatever is your inspiration, and then you find people like hey, I like their their work and what they do. Um, that's when I started, I would say my whole noticing black women in entertainment as far as like behind the scenes things started with Scandal for mm. me and Shonda Rhimes. Yo, Viola Davis, uh, and South Carolina yeah, native. Right. Because uh, yeah. I was just going to, I was literally just going to bring her up because you asked like one of the people that inspired me. Because growing up, I, re- I remember, I remember when Holly Berry got the Oscar, but I also remember that, you know, she got it from Monsters Ball mm. and I was I was of a certain age to where, like, I I knew I didn't like that. I'm just keeping real. Like, I didn't. And I was like, oh, she got the Oscar. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, <laughs> okay, but th- this movie, though, like, I can't even see this. I have to sneak and watch this movie. My mom <laughs> not letting me see this movie. You know, I can't see this movie as a young teenager that, Somebody, I'm a, a young teenager who's taking theater. You know, yeah. I can't see this movie to be inspired. That's not how I want to be inspired to win it, an Oscar. And I don't have to win an Oscar. You know, that's not that's not anything. I'm that. You know, it's, it would be nice. Yeah. But if I have to do it that way, then I'm good. Yeah. So I wouldn't say necessarily growing up. It was just kind of like, oh, you know, they got people that act and do stuff. But I would, um, I'm trying to think, growing up, like a, just an actress, I would say really, um, I would say, I'm trying to think, Felicia, think I, Felicia Rashad, yeah, she's yeah. a good example. She was, she was here this week, by the way. And Debbie Allen, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and even, it's like, you kind of have to, I would do like, like, probably what most people would consider like maybe like C-list people. And I remember watching Viola Davis before she became yeah. like Viola Davis. Yeah. I I remember Viola Davis. I remember her from 
Law and Order episode, Criminal Intent. She was also on older Law and Order episodes let, too, let, as the lawyer. Let's be honest. If you're an actor, but if you're an actor, at some point in time, you were on an episode of Law and Order. You have to be. <laughs> it's it's a part of it for you to be famous and have like you know you got to do a stint on Law and Order at least at least one. Even Two Chains has been on Law and really? Order. Was you he, know was how he a corpse or something? You, <laughs> man, I would and love I to like, be a cadaver on like, Law and Order. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a blink with my eyes closed. I'm <laughs> right. a, I'm just even though I'm be dead, I'm be in rim state still. Yeah, but, I mean, put that motherfucker in, um on your IMDb page. Hell yeah, <laughs> put that shit on your role. Yeah. But like, yo, I go to sleep. I'm the credit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you see that third dead body on the left. Oh my god, from the entrance. Yes, your girl, it's me. Yo, SUV, I keep saying SUV, I'm sorry, because I was doing my IT impersonation earlier. Yeah. But SVU has been on the air for like 20 fucking years. It, it has, but real quick, this Viola Davis and that criminal intent, mm-hmm. I, the reason I remember her is because her character checked the fuck out of Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Mm. Like, she as a black lady. And you know, cause cause he was like giving her shit. I mean, she did end up, you know, she did end up being the criminal or whatever. But that's not the point. You she was her. like, she was you like, don't ruin you know, the episode for anybody. Mm. Trying, any of the two people listening to this podcast is gonna go back and find another episode. Right, right. Good. They should. They good. They should. I, that's like they one of my favorite. Now you ruined it. That's one. That's one of my favorite episodes. But no, and you know, cause he was like, you know, oh, that sure is a nice school you got your daughter in. You know, like a little black girl can't go to a private school and. She was like, you know, we, we, we frugal, we save, you know. And <laughs> I cook you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, I don't think you save it. And she was like, look, you come up here, your fancy jacket, your fancy watch, nigga, you not frugal enough. Oh. With your right, right, Spicy. right, right. So like my my four, my eighth grade, 13, 14 year old ass, like oh she got your ass, Vincent. She got you. Now what? Mm, popcorn. Mm, now what? Right. What you got to say? If if we're on, <laughs> if we're on the Viola Davis bragging uh, train, have you ever seen the movie Doubt? Duh. Even though we're saying duh, just say yes. You know you did that shit to me earlier. I asked you a question. You like duh? Like nigga, that should be making a nigga feel bad. Like I mean, you know, like it makes me feel bad when you ask me stuff. I. I feel like you shouldn't have faith in me and know me. This is a podcast. I, okay. These people don't know you. Like I'm trying to give you the alley oop. You know? No. Like, like, I know you. They don't know you. Like Just this is this is stop. the fourth wall. Nigger. Goddamn coon. But no. Anyway. All right, so doubt. Viola Davis is on the screen for eight minutes and she got nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. for her performance. One of the she's like one of the greatest actresses. Yes. And I I don't know. And I, South Carolina native. Hey. South Carolina native. And she's cousins with uh, Michael Coulter from uh, oh. Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. also yeah. from St. Matthews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Michael Coulter, who also went to University of South Carolina and Benedict. So shout out to Michael Coulter and shout out to Sanford Green. Uh, I don't know why I turned British all of a sudden. Shout out to my <laughs> homie Sanford Green. Um, Can we who, shout out Chadwick Boseman too? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, mean I know, out. I know Sanford. So I'm trying to get my. Oh, I'm like, shouting out everybody from South Carolina. I'm sorry, I just got excited. It was Sanford's uh, comic book, Bitterroot, has been announced that yes. Ryan Coogler is going to produce. Yes. Um, a film for it. Sanford, yeah. nigger, I do voices. Better holler at your boy. I'll see you, the fr- I see you on Friday. He has a, uh, something going on on Benedict this Friday. You want to go? 
Sure. You said this Friday? I, yeah. I might be working. I'm going to call in sick. When? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I already, already called in sick. This man. podcast is going to get you fired, nigga. That's what you know a podcast yeah, I don't, is. Yeah, I don't pay That's what you know that. a podcast is popping when you get somebody fired or hired. <laughs> if I get somebody a job because of this podcast or fired because but, of this podcast. But you I'm can't get me a job for this podcast. Okay, what job can I get you? Discussion. Well, it's just like a little volunteer thing. I guess it's like well, that's not the door. a job until I mean, until I can pay your Hulu bill so you don't have to <laughs> use somebody else's account. Shout out to Brittany. Thank you, Brittany, for letting me use your Hulu account. And y'all Thank think you. I'm joking, but yeah, I got that. Yo, shout out. Yeah, because I ain't paying for that shit. Every time I go to my Hulu, it's like, hi, Brittany. I'm like, thank you. Bob's Burgers. Let's go. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which side note, I was trying to be cool because I, I don't want to spread the love. So I pay for my HBO Go account. But when it was like the season finale of uh, Game of Thrones, and I tried to go in and watch it on HBO Go. I couldn't watch it because all the niggas that I gave my HBO Go account were watching it at the same time. And that was one of those <coughs> moments where I think uh-huh. I shot myself in the foot. But I was mm. mad because I was like, maybe, mm. maybe I should just change the password and fuck all these niggas up. <laughs> to be but honest, I, I thought you did. I don't know who I was using that. I was trying to use it, but it wasn't working for it's, me either. Yo, because so. it was like, because I'm trying to watch the shit. It's like, Sorry, too many niggers are using your account right now. Like, what the fuck? I was so I was mad, but I felt kind of cool because it's like yeah, you the plug. Yeah, that, absolutely. So this is yeah, I felt cool. Plug. But then I watched the season, the series Can't finale, and it wasn't that good. Yeah, and I was like, I could have waited. As I went my game, that's why I was like, we we did you a you know a favor. We did you a solid. All right. So question. Um, nah, I ain't gonna put you out there like that. I don't know if you want people to know about your that so I'll, I'll stop but um whoa wait 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 now i feel like you have to tell them because i don't want them thinking that that is like coke or anything no, or all like right so Didi is smoking a crack pipe in my house <laughs> but no nah, she has a black mouth like it's like the like it's 1995 or some shit you like know, that so it's, it's like 10 cigarettes in one it's yeah. so convenient i mean I'm, man stop <laughs> Anytime your cigarettes got different flavors, you need to leave it alone. I want the black and mild grape. I know, right? You know they have a black and mild rhythm, and they have a black and mild blues. I kid you not. Oh my gosh, that shit! That shit tastes like not. depression. Because if you <laughs> smoke that shit, a nigga like, smoking that. Want, <laughs> I don't want that shit. A nigga that smoking that. I saw that. that, and I was like, "Ah, oh, rhythm and blues. That's cute. Okay, can I get the regular, please? What tip? But all right, so so what? All right, so. So what is it about black and miles, right? Because it's 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 a niggery thing to say. <laughs> what? This, this turn, yeah, this turned into an intervention. Put the microphone closer. <laughs> I, right? yeah, like, I know. Oh my gosh. I mean, I guess it's you better said, than. What, what is it about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what's, why do you smoke black and miles? I don't know, cause I don't, cause I'm not ghetto enough to smoke Newports. I don't know. I'm um, saying I think Black and Miles are more ghetto than Newports. Really? Absolutely. I never. I always see crackhead, crackheads with. Newports, but I never seen them with black and miles. Because you think the wood tip is more de- more refined? I think that's a lie. The wood tip is is more healthy. The wood is biodegradable. Nigger, stop I can it. toss it out stop and it. feel stop feel it. less stop guilty. It. This is an intervention. Like like yo, because they have up. plastic tip, and I'm like, look, She's I'm like, already you know, the wood tips I'm already are more getting healthy. like processed tobacco. I might as well stick with wood instead of plastic. I'm not gonna put like more. More carcinogens. You're motherfucking Captain Planet here. <laughs> you know I am. If I'm, if I'm gonna do that, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna smoke cancer, I can at least go the natural way. Early, I guess, somewhat. I mean, okay. Well, 
I, I won't judge you too much as you hear her light up her black mouth. It's just, it just look, it look, it look weird because you know you look like Omar from The Wire when you smoke it. Like it's what? just a, yeah. He's what? Smoked. I mean, it's just it's just weird. Like uh, it's just it's weird. Like it's just you know, black and miles make great. Me feel now like, I can't have my mom or dad listen to this podcast. Thanks. First of all, your mom and dad weren't gonna listen to this shit in the first place. No, they wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Unless I showed it to them, like, oh my gosh, that's that's great. so good. All okay. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Say like three seconds. Oh. Listen, let's be clear, nigga. You don't listen to this podcast. I like the part where you said my name is Didi. Nigga, <laughs> you don't listen to this podcast. So so don't talk about something that your mom and dad wanted. But I you listen, listen to, to it when you when you send it to me. I, I have forty something episodes. How many have you listened to? Like four. Minus four. <laughs> four. You didn't even listen to the episode that you four. were on. Yeah, you know I did. <laughs> I listened to my part, and then you know. Uh, whatever, 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 whatever. All right, so we talked about your your, your business of of doing your adult piñatas. Nobody's gonna buy adult piñatas from a tobacco smoking. Nah, they're gonna order a piñata. Omar looking. They're gonna order a piñata like a a black and mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it is gonna look just like a black and mouth. Oh my gosh, you you, you bust it open and it's a bunch of like little black fathers that don't take care of the kids fall out of it. Oh um, my gosh! I'm just saying that's a, that yeah, that is the stereotypical. That's the black. That's the when niggas be that's trying, the listen, go-to for single when, fathers is yo, black and miles. When, when niggas they don't take care when, of their when, kids. When, when niggas get sad that they they baby mamas don't want to fuck with them no more, they go to the they go to them grown and sexy clubs and they try to look cool. They be having a Kango hat on. They be having a Fubu shirt and they have a black no. and miles trying to look cool. Because they think, they no. think yo, these bitches going to love this. What club listen, you go to Listen, and they got the motherfucking Stacey what Adams shoes. What club you go to in They got them Stacey yeah. Adams shoes. They be all the colors you must that be you at Greens. For all those of you who don't, um, who aren't here in Columbia Greens, isn't a club for a more mature type of crowd. If mature, you mean old as fuck, that's for sure. <laughs> I had a homeboy, God bless him, because he's 50, and that's my nigga. Yo, shout out to Wayne. My dude took me out there, and it was, <laughs> dog, that shit. Imagine if your parents divorced and you went somewhere and saw your dad trying to mack on some hoes. That's the type of place that place is. And it made me so uncomfortable. Uh, I still haven't been yet. You haven't been? Uh-uh. That's like saying, I still haven't gotten cancer. Like, you know, <laughs> you cool on that. You, you good on that. You good on that. You Trust me, you don't need the cancer. <laughs> your life is okay without the cancer. Well, yeah. Puffs black and mild. Oh, man. <laughs> As you smoke like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I ain't getting no motherfucking tattoo for your ass if you get uh, cancer with your black and mild either way. I'm, t- I'm, I'm real quick to tell my homies that shit. I'm like, dog, uh, <laughs> shout out to my boy Dre, who ain't going to listen to this, but fuck him anyway. But it's like, he be drinking all crazy. And, and like, when I had my come to Jesus conversation, I'm like, dog, look, if you kill yourself drinking, I ain't gonna get no goddamn tattoo for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like right. Is, yo, rap niggas right. want to it's brag the same about thing when people get locked up too. You do some shit like that was fucked up. Like I, if I'm you not do something noble, you. I'll respect. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, like man, the way you killed that dude defending that old lady that yeah. was if somebody that hurt was your admirable. Sister and you fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, alright, cool. But if you just do some nah, dumb shit, yeah, like, like oh, you, man. man. I might put twenty on your commissary. That might be what I do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I might, I might send, I might give you twenty on your commissary so you get some juice. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the niggas at Alvin Glenn. Um, 
You ever had to make that drive out there and, and, no. and, and build somebody out? Where's the wood? No. Where's the wood? Knock oh. on wood. No. Listen. Don't call me. I ain't got no money. Man, I had to do that shit before. That's. Listen, I got a call to get a nigga out while I was at work. And I had to leave work early. This is years ago. Leave work early, lose out of my money at my job. And then when you, there's nothing worse than picking up a nigga that goes to jail. And when they come out, they're not, uh, they don't have to have their hat in their hand, but they have to be in the house being like, don't, man, nigga, I'm sorry I had to have you come for Yeah, work. like, thank you. I appreciate you. I had to, yo, I had to get this nigga out of jail. That nigga was such an asshole talking shit on the way out. And I'm like, dog, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that's the story I'll tell you. That's off. how you get left. I'll tell you the story off of here. But like, oh my God, that shit drove me crazy. Absolutely. Also, let me know, you know, I'm not built for that shit. So I'm not a I'm not a gangster, I'm not a thug. So when people talk about snitching, snitching is only on people that are of that life. So if you're a criminal and you're working with other criminals and you tell on criminals to get yourself out of trouble, that's snitching. I'm not a criminal. I'm a civilian. Yeah, yeah. I'm a civilian. Right. So if you do some dumb shit. I got shit to lose. Yo, if you do some dumb shit and it's between me telling on your ass and going home. <laughs> yo, man. I got a pointer finger like a motherfucker. So so just don't do none of that shit around me. So if you're going to do your dirt, I'm no, you know, I ain't judging you. Just don't do that shit around me. Note to self. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you have your little meth lab <laughs> in your apartment. So yeah, don't come. Not today. Today's not a good day. You're, you're a legal uh, black and miles lab. You know? <laughs> you make the wood tips for the black and miles. Yeah. You be using them China wood tips. Yeah. I, I know you. I, I come out uh, yeah, you know, but you know, but you know, you go to jail for a couple of years, you got a book deal, you know? Yeah. If it was something worse. Instead of doing orange is the new black, since you light skin like me, it's like orange is the new beige. Hell no. <laughs> I'm not even going, I'm not saying none of that shit. That shit is not cute. Oh my gosh. So, as a, a film fan, a movie fan, What's the last thing you saw? Have you seen Joker? Yes. I was just about to say I saw the Joker. I'm trying to give you the layup, nigga. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Before I say the word, have you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I just, yeah. I mean, I have. I, you know, I saw it Friday. How'd you feel about it? It was, it was good. It was really good. Like, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the drama part of it because I did go in initially with the thought of it, you know, being like action packed. But mm. I appreciate the whole origin story of it. Um, I love the orgy story too. Oh, yeah. you said origin, I'm sorry. Anyway, um <laughs> and I like I like the part where um I always Don't fuck it I up. can't I know I can't Mr. Phoenix. Hold on, hold on. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. All right, what you gonna say? Yeah. Um I just like the whole laughing. I love like I love him laughing because it's like oh my God, I can't control this laughing. I don't want to be doing it. And then he just kind of at the end just embraces himself. Mm-hmm. And then um, also another spoiler alert: like when he discovers the medical records are like from his mom and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She was just like, "I just, you know, he's always a happy child. He's you know always you happy." Do. But it's like he was happy. She assumed happiness because he's always laughing. Okay. So here's my question: When's the last time you laughed uncontrollably, hysterically, like out of like pure joy? When's the last time you laughed? Nah. <laughs> it was yesterday. Who'd you laugh at? Who what? Yeah, what was it? Um 
I ruthlessly I ruthlessly let somebody know that I would not be able to take them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like cute, cute, evil laughter here. Yeah. It's exactly how I felt. As soon as I sit, like, I don't, you know, I don't know what you're going to do. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Call her over, bitch. <laughs> right, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You're a terrible person. I'm trying to think. All right, better question. Can you remember a movie that you saw in the theater that you laughed the hardest? <laughs> the the Joker. <laughs> really? Yes. When it, um, spoiler alert. Spoiler again. alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> yeah, the the little guy, the midget, when he killed the bigger guy, and little midget was there. I was like, oh my god, I I'm about to crack. I was anticipating it because the little midget run. I, can I say midget? Can I say midget as I said it thirty times? Yeah, you or? know, after like. The twentieth time. Nobody, nobody listens to this podcast. It's all okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lose my negative one fan base before I. Get You're gonna it. lose your mom. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what, daughter? <laughs> As your mom called you daughter, but like, <laughs> right. you said that thing about little people. I just that was just mm, that would not. Mm-mm. You know, we got little people in our family, right? Like, <laughs> and they're very insecure about that. Right. Shout out. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it was where he all ran away from that. Um, so, but I'm trying to think of like what was a, another movie where I like like laughed. I'm gonna tell you one that I had. I mean, I was about to get kicked out. Oh, oh no, go ahead. When I saw Anchorman for the first time. Okay. When Jack Black kicked that dog. <laughs> yo, <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> when Jack Black. Kicked that dog over the fucking bridge. I about died. I don't think uh, I laughed as hard as I did. They were about to kick my ass out the motherfucking theater. That's the most I've ever laughed in my fucking life at a movie. Bada bing. Damn. I'm trying to think. <sighs> She's like, I laughed a lot when I watched Shinless List. Like, no! <laughs> oh my gosh. No. no! <laughs> <laughs> 12 Years a Slave it's, it's was a comedy. A, yeah, it's been a while since I like laugh, laugh. At a, yeah. I did laugh pretty hard when that when that midget ran away. Oh my gosh. Little person stopped. Little it. person, I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little person right now saying, Yeah, I laughed a lot when that never. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was yeah. when... If you call him a midget, he can call you a coon. So, like, yeah. I think I, that's that's the balance of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're a coon midget, I'm sorry. Like, I'm right. <laughs> just double offended. This motherfucking Mr. Parker off of Friday. <laughs> no, Miss Parker cheated on you. Hey, Miss Parker. Man, shit. Friday came out 25 years ago. Miss Parker got to be about 60-something by now. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hey, Google. How old is the woman that played Miss Parker on Friday? I don't know. Oh, snap. she's sixty-eight. The woman that played Miss Parker on Friday is sixty-eight. What? Yo, shout out to yo, shout out to my Google bitch. She had me. Yeah, on that she, one. Did. yeah she, she did. She did. Yeah, yeah. She's sixty-eight. I ain't gonna lie. She still might get this. 
She's still my gay man's. Yeah. Just, we just know you on the market for them sugar mamas. Just don't, hey, I don't think if the only movie she played in was Friday as a small part, she ain't got a lot of money to be a sugar mama, but still. Mm-hmm. She like, ain't got enough. Like, Pam Greer's old. She probably gets stuff from appearances. Hold on, so let me see how Pam Greer. Hey, Google, how old is Pam Greer? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Pam Greer is older than my parents, so it'd be yeah. weird. I'd be like, oh, I have a chance of Pam Greer. But like, yo, do you want to really fuck with somebody that's older than your mom and your dad? And the answer is Pam Greer. Yeah. yeah, shit. Hey, Pam Greer. I would. Hey, Coffee. Hey, Foxy I'd Brown. I'd take Pam Greer home to my, my family. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I loved you and Jackie Brown. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Yeah, we older than a motherfucker. So that means that when I was, oh my God. So that means in Pam Grier, when you were born, Pam Grier was 40. Yeah, yep. When you was born, Pam Grier was already a cougar. Yep, she could be my mama. I bet you that pussy was snapping. I had a conversation with my homegirl the other day. You know who, all right, we we going the wrong way. Nah. But, but we already here because it's cheap vodka. You know who pussy I think is snapping? All right, and the only reason I bring this up. Jennifer she, Lewis? Yes. She ha! talked about it. Cause she talked about it. Yeah. Chapter four in her book is called Dick Diva. Yeah. She talked about <laughs> Jennifer Lewis. I bet you that pussy is snapping still. Yeah. She was at that Tyler Perry party. You know she put somebody on the floor. I love Jennifer Lewis. She's no fucking joke. She's no joke. I'm gonna play you this thing. After Yo, this. I'm what? sorry. Well, I know you about to watch um Dion. Oh. Dion. What's Pardon his last name? Deion Cole. Shout Cole. Cole, yes. Now you're about to watch his stand-up special on Netflix. It's really funny. But he has, um, he talks about Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lopez Lewis? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I shit. Say, Lewis. Jennifer Lopez Jennifer Lewis had a, tri- <laughs> had a team. Uh-oh. Jennifer yeah. Lopez is fitting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Goals. Goals, Jenny from the block. Goals. Yeah, Jenny with the box. They talk about her, um... <laughs> Being nominated for an Oscar for the for the stripper movie. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it because I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah, that sounds like you know it's nothing I would want to see. But I, it's like, yeah, no. it's not really my. What a movie with my... empowering women that's stripping. Uh-huh. Why that want to be your thing? I don't know. I mean, I can wait on that. Support your women. Lizzo was in it. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm How a, do you feel about I'm Lizzo? I'm support it. How on you like Netflix? Lizzo? You listen to Lizzo? You be dancing to Lizzo? I love Lizzo. I love Lizzo. Why do you love Lizzo? Cause she's she's great. She she just speaks to she be playing that my flute, soul. nigga. She does. She does love love that flute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's from yeah. Shout out to Lizzo. Um, who was talking shit? Who about totally her? listens to this, by the way? Absolutely. That's my girl. Yeah. So, you know, yo, Lizzo, man. Hey, man. Return my phone calls. All right. What? Speaking of snapping, I bet you Lizzo got oh, some. Okay. I bet you Lizzo got the most snapping this shit out there. I bet you. She's just so juicy, man. Yeah. She put that post up. She's eating like a uh, 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 honeydew. She's like, my pussy tastes like honeydew and pussy. I was like, hey, I, was like, Yo. I, was like I bet you, I bet you, this NBA players trying to get in her her inbox, man. Them BBWs. Yeah. Yo, shout out to the BBWs. The NFL too. Man, man, look. The BBWs, they be like, look, there's some pussy under this stomach. Let's go. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I bet you I bet you Lizzo got you some gotta, snapping if shit. If you can't lift it up, nah. Nah, Lizzo, they don't want I bet none. you Lizzo got some snapping shit right now. Cause cause you know what the reality of it is, is this, man. It's like all right, to men, pizza pussy's like pizza, right? It's like 
it's like even if it's there's no such thing as bad pizza. It's because like, you're like even if I have pizza, it's not the best pizza. I want to eat pizza over anything else. And it's just like when you have like <laughs> it's like when you have pizza that's like creative, like yo, we're gonna put some toppings on this shit you never heard. We're gonna use cheeses you can't pronounce. Like Lizzo look like she like yo, hey, I'm gonna put this shit on you. And and I don't think that um, you know, we don't fuck the physical size, we fuck the personality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think her personality is really great and I think that's why people love it. The only thing that bothers oh, yeah. me is white people that be embracing her because I think white people be trying to use black avatars mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. to like express certain stuff because I was watching this thing on Entertainment Tonight and it was a white woman and she was like, excuse me Lizzo, I see that you went and got a DNA result and it turned out that you're 100% that bitch. And I'm like, all right, white people, y'all might think that sounds cool, but you just called a black woman a bitch and I'm not cool with it. So it's yeah, bigger. It'd be the yeah. same way if, like, if it was a black dude. Hey, Mr. Dave it's like, it's like, you know, the ER on nigger. Yeah. Like, no. Nigger. Yeah. Don't call me nigger either, but still, you know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you the more Southern one. You want to know the more Southern one? When a white person say nigger. <laughs> yo, that's like quintess- quintessential like <laughs> 60s white woman yo, when they say negra oh you know you know they witnessed some lunches <laughs> <laughs> witness catered all that <laughs> shit <laughs> yo white people used to be crazy back in the 20s and 30s because they used to take keepsakes so like they would take like they talked about this in the documentary Penises and shit. they talk about this in the documentary about uh, Bonnie and Clyde but Bonnie and Clyde died and they were shot up by the cops or whatever when they were, their bodies were publicly displayed for the public. People were taking souvenirs, and the souvenirs were they would take a piece of their fucking ears off. Yeah. Like, like shit like that. Lynchings were kind of the same thing. White people were like, oh, oh, I took a piece of this guy, and they mm. kept it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, y'all, you know what? Invest in artwork. If you need to have a dead black person's ear to have a conversation piece in your house, you're failing, you fucking racist crackers. Yeah. This took a a wrong turn. But still, negras. See, get out. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right, we've been talking about, I don't know. I was like, you know, like the deer head. Ah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Souvenir. A deer, a female deer. Um, all right, we talked long enough. We've been, I don't know, about 35 minutes or so. So, if people are in the Columbia area... I'm not. I'll, I'll mail your piñata to you. All right, even if you're not, how do they get in touch with you to order some of your work? I am active on both Facebook and Instagram um, under DGAF. Similar to Don't Give a Fuck, DGAF Pinatas on Instagram and Facebook. Bong, she's taking orders to support black entrepreneurs, even though she smokes black and miles like a nigga that <laughs> ain't seen his son in 20 years. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so yeah, we're going to finish this right now and keep drinking this cheap vodka and. I'm probably going to cry in a corner at some point in time talking about my childhood. But this is an Eagle League podcast. Go by the name of Priest Jacobs. You can follow me at Priest Jacobs at all the social media stuff. And we are also sponsored by Mo Better Soul Clothing. Go to mobetasoul.bigcartel.com. Enter code NEGRO to save 10% on your next order. Also, 
October 19th to the people in the Columbia, South Carolina area, we have the next Loft Sessions featuring Laura Reed, who's an amazing musician that's based out of Nashville, but she was born in South Africa and been into Asheville uh, for a while. Amazing, amazing singer-songwriter that's going to be performing. We also have Andy Woodward, who's also uh, the drummer for Toro et Moi. Toro et Moi, a South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina native and one of the greatest musicians that's out there doing really, really great creative stuff. Um, my homeboy DJ Jojo is going to be DJing as well. So the next Loft Session is going to be October the 19th. Go to mobetasoul.bigcartel.com. You can get your tickets there. We also have new designs for our shirts. Uh, we have the new Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye design. Please do that mm-hmm. so nigga can help pay for his rent. Get the hoodies. Get the hoodies, hoodies. are cute. Nigga, why don't you get your motherfucking I am going to get me a hoodie. Thank Uh-oh. you. Uh-oh. She going to buy a hoodie, nigga. Yeah, just like how you going to buy a piano. Oh. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm gonna get a hoodie regardless though. All right. <laughs> she she's recorded saying this. So yeah. I'm gonna bring this shit back up back in, in twenty like, years tw- from now. Yeah. Like, yeah, he will and he will. Uh, I will. He, you trying to say I'm petty? Will. She's trying I'm to call not me trying. petty. I'm not trying. I am. Well, this is an eagerly podcast. Sorry we don't have enough time to listen to what the fuck she gotta say. <laughs> petty. Like I said. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all for listening, all both listeners. Hey, uh, Dee Dee's mom, I'm sorry for all the little bad language that she we had. We appreciate all negatives, one of you. Hey, and Pam Greer, I'll talk to you later. Miss Stephanie. Get at us. Yo, shout out to Lizzo. With you. Uh, I say, I'm about to say cucumber, but she said honeydew. Shout out to the honeydew. Poor nanny. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll be touching you to you, baby. Yeah.